the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Trying to holler at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all want to holler at me? Lots of different ways you can holler at me here on the AK Show. Do I sound street? Do I sound young and hip? <laughs> I love TLC back in the day. Hey, the 90s was my, that was my decade, babies. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. It's Friday, fun day. We're going to try to have some fun, even though we got some... Oh, my man Skins and I are wrecked over uh, this a news story that broke today. We're going to share with you guys. I've got some horrifying news stories. You know, Friday means Bob Walters with the, his education segments. I'm actually looking forward to his college crazies compared to the other stories. That's light news. <laughs> that's, that's light news compared to what we got to tell you all about. But somebody actually did send me a really good feel-good story today via text that uh, I'm going to share with you all that I've I've got as may not be my hero. Of the, I'm not sure if it's my hero of the week yet. Um, I'm still playing that out of my mind. All my stories tonight fall into are either a nominee for stink of the week or hero of the week, or um, I haven't decided yet which, which ones have come in as my hero or my stink. So maybe I'll make you guys my perpetual heroes. Cause y'all stick with me day in, day out See, here on the answer, San Diego 6 p.m. every night of the week. Follow me on all the socials. We're streaming live right now on The Answer San Diego. And uh, give us a call here live, 888-344-1170. And uh, also, I'm going to be giving out our new, that new number for our comment line, the AK Hotline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's available to y'all 24 hours a day. Anything you want to say, you got a topic idea, a guest idea, you want to vent about something, and y'all may want to vent after you hear. I'm going to give out the number at the end of the show because y'all may want to vent after you hear some of our topics. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I'm not talking about clogged toilet gate. <laughs> That's how desperate uh, the left is to try to keep you focused on uh, the other stories of the day instead of what's really impacting you and your lives. Before I go any further, let me bring in my brother, DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. We're putting the interests of America first. They're part of a long American tradition of proving democracy's critics wrong of showing that we have the courage to stand up for what is right and what is necessary. Well, if we have the courage, now's the time to stand up because California is going to get a lot crazier, AK. Well, and, and so goes California, so goes the rest of the country. I was right again this week. I Stop got, it. Stop I, being right, girl. I, I know. Uh, you know, it was, uh, I'm waiting there for my hit Wednesday morning on Newsmax. And it's, you know, they started at 6 a.m. when national reports started. Oh, d- Democrat governors, easing restrictions, easing restrictions all over the place. And I'm like, hold up. I hate to be the contrarian here, but, you know, maybe, you know, I don't, I don't know why. You know, I have to be the contrarian. Am I the only one that has has paid attention? attention. I, yeah. Am I the only? Why in the world is everybody thinking that all these Democrat governors are just suddenly seeing the light? Oh, yeah. They've just suddenly seen. No, they have not seen the light. Especially Nor Newsom. Has, there's only been one governor. And I pointed this out I, as of Wednesday morning. News was that it, it, all restrictions were being eased. 
I said I said that wasn't true. That they had they had teased out some easing of the restrictions with arbitrary dates down the road. However, those restrictions were still going to be in place for certain segments of our population, in particular the most vulnerable of us, the ones who should have never had any restriction whatsoever placed on their little bodies, the children of this country. And I pointed out then that there had, was not one state that was immediately easing any restrictions. That came yesterday in Nevada, and the viral video uh, that went uh, the video that went viral of the children should show you the extent of the harm that was done to children, seeing them jumping up and down and screaming and yelling uh, in relief of the abuse that has gone on is palpable. And I also said that that California was not going to not was not only not going to ease up on mandates, they were going to be thinking. You about and I what, were right with what was going to happen after the recall. AK. Well, right. Well, right. But exactly. I said this was going to be they were going to be taking the temperature along the way and they were going to see about how far they could continue to push the mandates. And I said in December that was taking the test. The test of the Californians was whether when Gavin Newsom reinstated statewide mask mandates that the test on us would be whether or not we capitulated. They were taking the temperature on us. Right. Because they knew that the way that they have corrupted our election system here, they know that the Democrat Party is 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 um, strongly in control and will be at least in San Diego County for a while. If we have if we have people that don't even bother to run for office, 230 seats here across the country in areas that have the greatest impact on your lives and your children are running with Democrats unopposed. Nobody running for office. Right. Um so they were taking the temperature. Gavin Newsom, and actually even on Newsmax, oh, California's easing, easing restrictions. I said, no, they're not. They're easing masks off of those who've gotten the shots. And the reason why they're doing that is to put pressure to, to divide out and segregate out those that have not gotten the shots in order to put pressure on them. That paved the way for what the real plan was going forward. And then yesterday we had Kevin Kiley on the show who said that he tried to get the emergency declaration from California removed because that's the means for which they've been able to keep the jackboot on our necks. And there's a reason why the Democrats wanted that emergency. Uh, uh, it's called the California Emergency Services Act. To remain in place was because of what happened today. We've got this California representative. Her last name is Wicks, who's introduced a bill that would force every worker, every and not just an employee, but even contract workers would have to get the shot. This is what the bill reads. I don't want no you to think testing of, option. I, I don't want I don't want you to think that this that I'm making this up. This comes straight from the bill itself. It will require an employer to require each person who is an employee or independent contractor and who is eligible to receive the COVID vaccine to show proof to the employer or an authorized agent thereof that the person has been vaccinated against COVID-19. The bill would establish an exception from this vax requirement for a person who is ineligible to receive a COVID-19 vaccine due to a medical condition or disability or because of a sincerely held religious belief as specified and would require compliance with various other state and federal laws. It would require proof of a vaccination status to be obtained in a manner that complies with the federal and state privacy laws and not be retained by the employer unless da, 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 da. the bill um, goes into effect on January 1, 2023, before I go on to some other specifics, let that sink in. How, what have I been saying all along to even conservatives that fought me on this, who, who actually took the position that you had to give up your freedoms in order to give them back? You're never getting your freedoms back in the state of California over your body. That's what's at play here. 
We don't even have a pandemic anymore and have it in, in at least six months, at least six months. In fact, the, the federal government and the CDC is going to is planning to revise their numbers on who actually died with COVID versus from COVID. And oh, by the way, you back out the 80 something percent that only died because they were, were denied therapeutics and forced into, into hospitals on ventilators and remdesivir. And we never had a pandemic. We never had anything more than the seasonal flu. Right. But they seized this to usher in control over this nation and our lives. And we have failed as a citizenry every step of the way in pushing back against it. She goes on to say that SCOTUS is the reason why they have the legal means to do this, because SCOTUS uh, denied the OSHA mandate for employers and um, leaving it uh, uh, up to the states to implement it. You know what you and I were saying? Okay, yeah, it's wrong at the federal level. It's also wrong at the local level. Right. Absolutely. That's why I was saying that I'm so sick and tired. I was aggravated at conservatives who read that SCOTUS response and thought, this is great, states' rights. What about individual rights? There's nothing in the Constitution that says that a state has the right to deny me my my constitutional rights, but the federal government doesn't. Uh, Bill 1993, um, it it would require new hires to have at least one dose of a COVID-19 vax by the time they start and a second dose within 45 days. Businesses that do not comply would face a penalty. Um, She said um, they haven't determined that yet what the penalties would be. Workers deserve to be safe. No, workers deserve freedom and to make a choice over their own body. That's what workers deserve. But see, this is communism. Right. This is what happens. And this how many years have I been saying that unions are little communist enterprises, little communist systems? Oh, where these unions are going to tell tell these workers when to show up, when to go home, how much they get paid, take their money from them to fund whatever whatever um, political agenda that they've got. And they're just little worker bees with the unions telling them, dictating to them what they have to what they can do. And now it's down to our bodies. We're all little worker, little unions. We might, we might as now well be forced to be in unions, right? What's the difference? The Spot, state spotlight question, Andrea. So this goes through. What do you think Californians are going to do? Do you think they're going to capitulate? Or do you think they're going to move? I think they're going to move. I think they're going to capitulate, and I'll tell you why. John Ahrensmeyer, CEO of small of the Small Business Majority, which represents nearly twenty thousand small businesses in California, uh, is actually okay. Is on board with this. Because he says small businesses don't want to be traffic cops in debates about public safety. Safety. They just want to put their heads down and run their businesses knowing that there's certainty and stability. Hey, you know what? I can't, I can't call you the name I want to call you right now, you moron. How about the stability of freedom? How about the fact that we've never, no small business has ever had to operate by trying to ensure that some worker before he came in got injected with a, with a substance that they didn't want. When has a small business checked, checked people to, uh, you know, at the door to make sure that you know, they didn't have unprotected sex and expose themselves to AIDS? TB? You checking, you checking track marks on arms to make sure that they have, they, they don't, they're not heroin addicts? Maybe you do a drug test. I don't know if that's a good analogy or not. I'm aggravated. I'm angry. So when I hear that, that the head of tw- uh, the dude who represents 20,000 small businesses on board with this skins, I know I'm not confident. We had too many conservatives in this state 
get all behind all these mandates. One one person here, I think I think this was the same guy who said um, this Schwartzberg guy said it's the same as seatbelt requirements. Oh, I read that analogy. How how stupid! It's moronic. How dumb do you think we seat are? Seatbelts aren't injected into your body, right? And oh, by the way. I actually don't believe that the state should be finding somebody who chooses not to wear a seatbelt. The only reason why I was on board with that and helmet requirements for motorcyclists is because people were riding without helmets, getting severe brain injuries, and taxpayers were having to pay for, you know, the life support and the medical care. So that for that, I'm, I, 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 you know, OK, I guess you can make an argument for that. Well, you're talking about the head of small business and, yeah, maybe a lot of the leadership does. But what about the individual employees? A lot of people have held out so far because they don't think it's what they really want to do. Well, but, you know, how many people are in the financial ability to pack up and leave California? Who have started a business here, have family here, have aging relatives here, have all of their money in their capital tied up in a home and if they you know that that they're well i guess they could sell a home right now if you've got if you've got a mill or two in your home you could sell your home and move but that it's not necessarily easy not everybody has a job that's portable that they can take somewhere you might you might have a family member that's got some serious illness and you need to stay here because this is where this is where your team of doctors reside who have been who have been overseeing your cancer care or the cancer care for your child? It's not it's not easy to just and, and this is one of the reasons why I get aggravated with so many conservatives. Oh, just move! First of all, there's no there's no firm red state anywhere. Florida is the best, um, but you know we it, it's not that's not easy for everybody. That's such an elitist mindset. No, 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 it's very true. But I'm just trying to, you know, just put it out there because, I mean, there's going to have to be options. There's certain Californians that are just going to say, I'm not doing this. Well, we have to. That's what has to happen. See, the problem is we didn't have no we didn't have enough conservatives and Republicans, let alone adding in Democrats and independents to have the trucker mentality. Right. Well, that's why you and I were talking about we got to get this on the air today. We need to stand up and let people know this is going on. You've got to speak out again against this. Right. I'm going to give you a couple of responses from uh, some Republicans and and see what you think in terms of of the weight of it. The head of the Republican Party for the state of California, her response was, oh, shoot, see if I can find it. I don't know where I put it. It was Jessica Peterson Patton, Patton, I think her name is. Um, She basically said something to the effect of... um, that the you know that the voters would kick him out of office, something to that effect. I'll see if I can find that find that quote. Um, oh, yeah, she said they might pass it before you know before they're able to do that. While other blue states are restoring freedoms, which is a blanket statement that isn't true. Only only Nevada. There's no states. There's no plural states besides Nevada that has restored freedoms. So I don't like that language. It's not strong enough. California Democrats are trying to further restrict them, making our workforce and economic problems even worse. That is so lame, vague, generic. I've been asked to speak. I'm going to be the Valentine at a Republicans group on Monday. And when we're talking about strategy, this cannot be. This is 1992 language. We are up against tyrants. We are up against the most despicable ideology that is communism and this kind of uh, making workforce and economic problems worse is generic language that could be just talking about some kind of tax increase that's that's the kind of way we might talk about you know how it's going to hurt a hard hat to have to pay an increase in gas tax 
Not when we're talking about communism and the denial of people's medical freedom. And and destroying lives, Andrea. Destroying it. This is communism. The, The forcing of people. And oh, by the way, where is the language in here about communism, about tyranny? Where's the language in here about the reason why many people don't want to get these shots is because according to the government's own website, people are dying from these shots. We must stop being weak and feckless and too scared to speak the truth or coming from a place of apathy where we don't give a dang because we're still getting paid to do what we do. And we're a part of a one party system. Republican strategy, Andrea, call the commies commies and make them be held accountable. Right. Where's the where's the call for a freedom rally in the state of California to push back against this? I'm not hearing it. I'm not hearing it. What's your name? Jessica Milan Patterson. And you either need to step up your game on behalf of every citizen in the state of California against this tyranny or, or step off, step out of the way, girl. You should be, you should, you know what? If you had game, you'd be, you would have issued a statement behind the wheel of a big rig wearing a trucker hat that had MAGA on it. That's what you'd be doing if you had some game, if you cared about pushing back against this tyranny in the state of California. All the freedom going up on Canada, you would think the same thing would be going on down here. Well, there's supposedly going to be a trucker rally. Starting in Coachella, ending in D.C., but I'm not really seeing a whole lot of reports about it. I don't really know, you know, how, you know, how big it can be. You know, we've we've, you know, kind of, you know, um, we've got a supply chain shortage because we've got a shortage of truckers in this country. Well, so, you know, I don't know out there. What, uh, right. All I can say is now is the time. We, and why should we be depending on truckers? What are we doing ourselves? Right. The tr- her behind the wheel of, of, of a big rig would be symbolic, in my opinion. Yeah, we we need to be calling for, you know, um, for extreme measures right now, because these are extreme times. As you keep saying, this 1992 soft speak, it's going to get nothing done, particularly on a day when Pfizer has announced that they're going to withdraw their FDA, their um, uh, Food and Drug Administration uh, application for shots for those under the age of five because tell you because they don't quote have enough data. They never had enough data. These things aren't tested. We're being guinea pigs and people are dying. Got to take a break. Got to shift gears and bring in Bob Walters when we come back. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Facebook at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. And connect with her on OurFreeNation.org. A.K., Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea Kay. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. You know what? It's a good thing I'm not watching the Olympics this year because <laughs> it has been one big collective choke. Apparently, I just saw a headline that we didn't win any medals today. Nobody winning nothing, including the flying tomato from San Diego. Spoiler alert. I guess dude went down, which is sad because I always love Sean White. Anyway, at least I, you know, I can laugh about it, right? What it's go woke, go broke, uh, go woke, go home with no gold. Okay, from the <laughs> from the Olympics. All right, so Bob, 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 Bob Walters, t- take our minds off of the scourge that is the the governor and the state of California with these mandates, and give us all the haps going on in the schools. Okay, well, I'm going to skip number one because that's to do with the. That those community schools, and that's not necessarily good news, but we'll take that next week. All right. Anyway, good news. Iowa Republicans introduced a bill that would put a camera in every classroom. <gasps> 
not voted on yet, but it's overwhelmingly supported by a poll that was done on the state residents. So that's good news. That's great news. We need to have that nationally that we, you know, if we're going to have the National Department of Education, quite frankly, that should be that should be something that I'm going to put that on my list as something recommended the Republicans Monday. All right. Go on. All right. Then last week, Senator DeMarch of Anniston, Alabama, proposed a bill which would allow parents access to state money for education so they could choose any school they would want to go to outside of the public schools. That's approximately in Alabama, $6,500 per year per child for all schools, including homeschoolers. Ooh, including homeschoolers. Okay. I like that because you know what? It makes sense. If your kid's staying at home, why shouldn't you have the money that, you know, you're doing, you're doing the work, right? I agree. As a parent. I love it. That's your home state. That's Bob's home state, Alabama. Right. That's my home state. That's right. Anyway, it's good news. Um, Mm -hmm. And you got a racist message we're writing on the door of a black female Southern Illinois University student prompting protests and calls for the two accused white students to be expelled. But the investigation revealed it was the black student, (gasps) Katie uh, Clark Mabins, who did the crime and has now been charged. Such has happened so many times in so many campuses in the past two years. Yes. Where the black person who's saying there's been racist comments or mm-hmm. writings about them, turns out they're the ones who did it. Yeah, these are hate crime hoaxes, right? She's, she's, the, she's the teenage Jussie Smollett, right? Did she have a tuna salad sandwich from Subway with her when she did it? You know, uh, and I'm glad she's being charged because that what needs to, that's what needs to happen in this country. I guess racism is so bad in this country, Bob Walters, they've got to, they've got to uh, fake it, right? That's, that's where we're at. It's pathetic. Yes. Right? And then you got Governor Young, uh, Young, Youngkin in Virginia. Mm-hmm. He ruled mask are not required in schools, but many schools continued the practice. So it went to court, and a local court supported them. But now the state Supreme Court has supported him and ordered all schools to remove the mask mandate without exception. Huzzah! That's great news. These, these, these school districts and these unions and whatever, these little, you know, tyrant, little dictators on school boards think they're just going to do whatever they want to do, right? And, you know... Um, and hurt children in the process. So hat tip to that, uh, the Virginia uh, Supreme Court. Good for them. That is good. Mm-hmm. Good news. Now we're going to the college crazies, which <laughs> there's a lot of it. Oh, gosh. Bob's already uh, laughing. <laughs> you know. Okay. I was going on to take our college and schools back into a reasonable world. It's alarming that the latest survey of professors shows that the new hires in the past two years are 50 to 1 liberal. Five years ago, the summary of all professors found the ratio to be 15 to 1. Wow. So anyway, radicalization will continue, but hopefully someday we can turn that around. Well, these battles we're doing. Well, we've got to think about it because and how we can do that and what, you know, what, what can happen uh, to affect change in that area. Because 50 to 1, I mean, that's it, it, it should really put, put the hair on the back of your neck as a parent and thinking about whether or not you want your kid you know, to attend any of these schools if you care about <clears throat> them getting a real education versus indoctrination. I don't know if what the solution is maybe as alums, if you if you give to your, you know, um, your college, 
um, your alma mater. Maybe you, maybe we start withholding funds, or maybe you know we maybe uh, Congress can if if we take back the House and and, and keep the Senate. Maybe we, there can be some legislation that has to do with withholding federal funds to these schools, or and even if we've got some Republican state legislatures start withholding funds. I mean, if we've got all these um, hiring requirements and regulations going on with OSHA and um, uh, what's the other one? Equal opportunity, EEOC, right? Then why why can't we have that take place when it comes to hiring? Clearly, uh, conservatives politically are being discriminated against. Oh, yeah. And they admit it. They admit it. Yeah. It's pathetic. All right. Then there was a survey done to identify the 10 worst colleges for free speech in America. Mm. I was kind of surprised by the list. Let me stop you right. Tell me LSU ain't on that list. Please tell me. UCLA is not on the list. No, LSU. 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 No, they're not on it either. Good, good. Because we always had Free Speech Alley on Wednesdays where anybody could stand up on this stump and shout out whatever they wanted to shout out. And it was just so entertaining and comical. And just, I mean, we loved free speech because that's when you got to hear, like, you know, some crazy people. So we, we celebrated that, at least when I was at LSU. So who you got on your list? Well, I, yeah, I read it to you, but I was surprised because uh, half of them I never heard of. Okay. You got Linfield University in Oregon, well, University well. of North Carolina, University of Florida, Carrollton State of in the state of Texas, Collin College in Texas. But the Lifetime Award went to Yale because they've been historically the worst school as far as free speech is concerned. But that's the ten schools they identified, and I, I never heard of most of them. Well, I've heard of uh, University of Florida, right? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of them, but the rest, uh, University, you, is that Chapel Hill, University of North Carolina? I don't think that's, uh, that's not the same as Chapel Hill, is it? No, it's not. No. It's University of North Carolina. Oregon, you expect Oregon, right? But, you know, they, some at the Linfield, never heard of them. But, yeah. Me yeah. All right. Anyway, parents should be aware. Don't send your kids there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. especially the University of Florida. <laughs> their arrival to LSU. <laughs> bizarre for the Valentine's yeah. week this is about to embark on. Okay. Uh, Oregon's Ohio State University, to celebrate Valentine's Day, hosts a sex week where students participating in the event were instructed to, quote, help thank the abortion clinic <gasps> in Ohio, Texas, for the valuable work they do for the reproductive rights in this country, unquote. Wow. To be... <laughs> There'll also be a genital diversity gallery, which will present scores of vast different genitalia and celebrate the diversity of bodies that exist. Whoa, okay. okay. This is Okay, okay, Bob, Bob, Bob. Help me out here. We got to keep a G. What is diversity of genitalia? I mean, you know, I don't mean to be crude. Genitalia can come in different sizes, right? But genitalia is genitalia, right? I, I'd have to go to school and see what. <laughs> didn't we all? Didn't we all learn skins? You feel free to weigh in here. But when didn't we all learn as kids that you either had a winky or you had a hoo ha? I mean, it was it was pretty just, just pretty straightforward, other, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just one or the other. <laughs> I don't want to see the images, yeah, Bob. I don't would have that thought. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? I think that's a perfect place to take a break. And then, okay. and then, <laughs> and then during the break, I can ponder the diversity of genitalia artwork they're going to be putting up on the walls. 
Stay tuned. we got more with Bob Walters on the other side of the break and a really nice Hero of the Week potential nominee later on. Bringing you 21st century common sense. It's the Andrea K Show. Connect with the show at ourfreenation.org. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. <laughs> I can't even bring Bob Walters back for after, without laughing. Before the break, Bob Walters is here, our education contributor, who always brings... You're not hearing any of these stories on any other news Nowhere. outlet, are you? Absolutely not. Nobody else is doing the genitalia diversity uh, event for Valentine's Day in a school. Nobody's doing that but Bob Walters. And as much as it makes me laugh, it's actually horrifying at the same. I mean, we have to laugh, don't we, Bob Walters? Oh, you you got you got some more horror stories. You know, Valentine's Day used to be one of love and affection. Yeah, the colleges have kind of twisted it a different way. Absolutely. What else you got? Hood College in Maryland mm-hmm. is hosting quote condom bingo with the queer student union stating that participants play bingo with a sex-themed twist. Treat yourself to masturbation and self-exploration on this wonderful holiday. Like, what? I mean, this is all pathetic and pornographic. Yeah. Then you got Tulane University down in your neck of the woods. Tulane? Oh, I'm not surprised. Whatever you're about to tell me, I'm not surprised. (laughs) Well, they're hosting a sex week with events discussing polyamoral, fornication, and more such as non-monogamy, whatever that means. I guess it means you can have sex with more than one person and be happy with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of polyamorous. That's what that means, right? Polyamorous. Okay. Mm -hmm. Since discussing these various uh, fornications and just disgusting. It it is disgusting and it has no place. I mean, you know, it should be, if you want to be um, back in my day, what do they? If you want to be promiscuous or be a skis and 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 be, be undiscriminating as a young woman or or a male, and do they, do that on your own time. Why why do they have to? They're what they're doing is they're. This is about destroying our Judeo Christian principles and values as a nation and getting kids when they're young. Right? I mean, I you know we don't have to go back to the days where like when I was in in school to where you know your sorority caught you at with you know wearing your sorority letters without makeup on and you're brought in before standard. Okay, we don't need to be going back to those days, right? Where they, I mean, we, they really kept a tight rein on you in the sorority fraternity system back then. But um, but this is just this is systemic institutionalized demoralization of a nation. Well, it is. Let's keep it local. UCLA will host a series of skits related to sex throughout the campus under the name of foreplay. <laughs> a sex squad spokesman said Valentine's Day is a radically sex, sexy celebration of empowerment, consent, and self-love. Really? But a, but a critic said these skits are filled with vulgar sexual activities. And that's UCLA. Wow. Well, yeah, it is. You know, Valentine's Day was always about Cupid and love and, you know, and, and romance and, you know, all anybody ever really talked about, you know, before was whether or not you had a date on Valentine's Day. You know, the sad thing was, is that many people felt like that made it meant that they were a loser if they didn't have a date. It was not about all this kind of weird sexuality, but, you know, nonsense. I mean, it's ridiculous. 
You know, yeah. it's just it, it's um, and it's and it's sad because, you know, what what it does to to these kids and it just it devalues something so special like romantic love and monogamy and being in a one on one relationship and all the benefits that comes with that. You know, it's just it's it's it, this I, isn't this isn't doing any 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 of these kids a favor. Well, I got a final one. University of California at Irvine will host sex bingo that will help students engage in conversations about sexuality, anatomy, sexual behavior, preference, and pleasure. The winners will be given sex toys. That's wow. Where is yeah. this? Irvine, University of California at Irvine. Wow. So, um, so do you know in your research, you know, who is actually coordinating these? Is this like, is this through the student union? I mean, what, what, you know, because I'm trying to figure out if we're talking about the UC system, UCLA, UC Irvine, who there's got to be like some, some office somewhere to where the multiple people are sitting around coming up with these programs. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll make that my weekend project, and next week I'll give you the detail of who instigated these at UCLA and Irvine. It would be interesting to know because, you know, I think that would be informative to parents that are thinking about their kids, where to put their kids in school. And if this is like, maybe it's going to be coming to UCSD, right? Or, you know, UC, um, what's the one that's up in... Um Davis, right? Any of the UC system, because, you know, then parents could be more informed. Um, but I mean, the truth of the matter is, is every week you come here with stories that nobody else is talking about that really f- crisscross across the nation. And so if it's if it's at UC Irvine and UCLA, it's it's got to be in Davis and all the other in, in all the other UC systems. I would agree. Right? I'll get you the detail of who actually instigated it at both yeah. colleges. Yeah. Hey, uh, a growing number of young people now favor socialism over capitalism. Surprise, surprise. According to author Mary Everhart, that is because these young people have been deliberately miseducated and they will learn, should learn more about history and truth. It is estimated that 70% or more of kids under 30 now support socialism and see nothing wrong even with Marxism. Pathetic. Well, it is pathetic, and it reminds me, I was flashing back to over a year ago when you came and shared a story with, in detail, and at ele- I think it was in elementary school, might have been junior high, junior high at the oldest, and you and, and the, the class described, uh, you described in the curriculum in detail about uh, kids being given an example of, I think it was a bur- fast food joint or a burger place, and and the detail about these how these kids were given that the oh the the you know the person who comes in and flips the burgers they only make X amount, and the owner makes typically one hundred fifty thousand or a million dollars a year, and they don't do anything. Yeah, that is the philosophy, right? Been- yeah, so I mean, using fast food and using the um, minimum wage workers. I mean, I mean, it's classic Marxism that they're teaching these kids using world 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 examples, characterizing business owners as a bunch of lazy layabouts who don't contribute anything, and it's the workers doing doing everything and being taken advantage of. And when you start getting those concepts into kids' minds really young, you know, it's no wonder that they're coming out and you know, as adults, and that's how they vote and how ultimately. Our system gets changed, and that's why it's so important that we support organizations like We the Kids and and School Choice. So let's talk about We the Kids. Okay. Well, We the Kids has, uh, of course, opened up a store 
where they're beginning to sell shirts and, and hats and all kinds of stuff to help finance their program. And, of course, they'll take donations. But anybody listening can look under um, wethekids.us and see all of the things being sold. They're great patriotic items for your kids and for yourself to have. And it, it even helps finance their expansion and growth into other cities and states. So it's worth looking at. Absolutely. And the T-shirts are tray, tray adorable. I love that. Uh, I think it's called the deep heather color on that. So they're super, super cute. And I'm going to get me a hat, too. So tell everybody, wethekids.us? Wethekids.us. And your hat and your shirt, complimentary, have been sent to you <gasps> next week. Yay! I can't wait to wear it on air on my Facebook Live. Oh, sh- I'm not supposed to be on Facebook Live. Facebook doesn't like me. They don't want me to be on Facebook Live. They're trying, to, they're trying to stop us. So, And then school choice? Uh, California School Choice Initiative.org. I encourage everybody to get onto it. We got 400,000 signatures in the last 35 days, but we still wow. got 1 million more to do between now and March 30th. That's well, we got to get on it. We got to get on it. And it's a shame. That's something I got to talk about at the Republican meeting on Monday. Republican meeting on Monday. Mm-hmm. All righty. Thank you. Thank you. 700 volunteers, so we're doing, it's implementing and exploding pretty good. Knock on wood. Hopefully we make it. We'll know in uh, about the middle of of April if we made it or not. Well, fingers crossed, because this is such an important initiative. And um, uh, I don't want to beat a dead horse about how you you guys got shut out of some, you're on the march with this, and this is an important initiative. Tell everybody how they can support your school choice movement. Well, if you reach into CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org, there is all kinds of report where you can get copies of the petition. You can print it on your own printer, uh, place it in events to go to, uh, instructions about what the entire system is about, and even a way you can donate money to the cause. So awesome. it's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty strong uh, webpage, and I invite people to look at it all and right. get involved. Time's well- wasted. It time's a wasting. Well, Bob Walters, thank you for being here and giving us your time tonight. I know I've held you over, and I will release you now. Go enjoy your weekend. <laughs> Thanks for being here, honey. All right, now stay tuned. We got Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week coming up. Get more from the Andrea K Show at ourfreenation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back. We're wrapping up this week with our Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And you know what may, would make you a Hero of the Week if you called in our comment line, left us your comments on any of the topics that are happening? Because stuff happens over the weekend, by the way, by the, you know, 24 hours a day. I'm only on from 6 to 7 every day. Give us a shout at 844 844- That's 844-814-KCBQ. And let us know whatever is on your mind. Here's a nominee I have for Hero of the Week. Okay, Okay, so you know that GoFundMe tried to steal... Uh, all the donations that was going to the truckers until they were forced to give it back. There was a congressman today who says he's calling for an investigation of that because, um, they, you know, that's that's basically theft. Have, how many times have they done that before, seize money and decide they're going to give it to somebody else? Um, so then go give, send, go. Uh, got into play, and I think they raked in $5 million until an Ottawa court yesterday ruled that the funds needed to be frozen. I read that, yeah. Here's what Give, Send, Go had to say. Know this. 
Canada has absolutely zero jurisdiction over how we manage our funds here at Give, Send, Go. All funds for every campaign on Give, Send, Go flow directly to the recipients of those campaigns, not least of which is the Freedom Convoy campaign. Hey, you so, know what? They're my hero. That, yeah. Give, Send, Go just gave a big middle finger to Trudeau. Okay. So I'm loving that. Um, nominee for Stink of the Week. We got to remember what DHS did with their bulletin increased threat in, uh, in this country. This increased threat uh, threat level designation is through June, through the mid uh, through the primaries, and it's basically an excuse to uh, suppress anybody's opinions online who question election integrity and who have any problem with anything going on with the COVID mandates. So that's a nominee for Stink of the Week. Um, also a nominee for Stink of the Week. I'm going to spend more time on this uh, next week because it bears fleshing out further. There is a new appointee uh, 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 or hire in the Department of Energy, a very smart man who graduated from MIT, but he is something known as a pup kink. You heard me. Pup kink. This is somebody who is so depraved that he plays games with other human beings of the same sex that pretend that they're dogs. The level of depravity going on with this human being cannot be ignored, particularly since what it represents in terms of the plans and the agenda uh, through infiltrating our government. So I'm going to spend some time on that next week. Another nominee for Stink of the Week that I'm going to get into here in just, just a couple minutes is and I might have to flesh it out further next week, but the uh, National Defense University's Eisenhower School for National Security and Resource Strategy is hosting an event next week titled Responding to China, the Case for Global Justice and Democratic Socialism. This is our war college that is going to be giving a lecture next, next week in the course, in the plan, and the agenda of pushing socialism. If you didn't realize that our Department of Defense and our military was now going to be a force for pushing communism in this country, wake up. The event speaker is somebody whose name is Thomas Piketty, who is a professor of economics at the School for Advanced Studies in the Social Sciences, associate chair at the Paris School of Economics and Centennial Professor of Economics in the International, wait for it, Inequalities Institute at the London School of Economics. He's also somebody who's author of a book that the school does not list on its website called Time for Socialism. The U.S. Department of Defense is sponsoring the event. Dr. Gorka, who is uh, is, uh, one of our national shows here on Salem, uh, Dr. Gorka, who worked as an associate dean at NDU, um, offered a scathing uh, response. This is absolutely despicable. Heed the warning, people, right? Uh, My hero of the week is a senior high school boy who brought a brand new pair of shoes to a friend of his who was bullied. And when some bullies tried to flush his sneakers down the toilet. So that's my hero of the week. He deserves more time. That hero does. Anyway, love you all. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.